mortgages can be a dry subject. So here's your oasis in the desert. It's the podcast that will get you talking and thinking, or more likely drinking. The Lennon to his McCartney, the Bird to his Ernie. It's the one and only Mortgage Stew and his sidekick Martin at the LM Experience. Hi there, welcome to the LM Experience. How are you, Martin? It's episode 40. It's our 40th anniversary. 40th. Have you got me some rubies? Oh my god! I can't believe that. I'm gonna yeah. put I'm gonna put my my, my ruby ring away. That I was gonna to give to you. That's embarrassing. Uh, welcome, Stu. Thanks. Forty. Unbelievable. Well, what what a way to what a way to honour that. And then with one of the uh, Twitter <laughs> can't say that with a straight face. One of the Twitter legends, Phil Livesey from Monica Bradley Associates. Morning, Phil. Hello. Good morning, everyone. You're right. Morning, Phil. It's a it's a real privilege to share. It should be. This it should be a privilege, with you it's a privilege yeah. for us. I mean, I, I, I've been following uh, Phil. I think you have for a number of years now, yeah. and I've always managed to avoid meeting him. Unfortunately, like two weeks ago. I met him twice in the same week, which is just like really unfair on both of us. So I thought it was appropriate that we invite him on Indeed. and find out yes. about him. So yeah. Phil, said no the first time you asked, and yes, <laughs> reluctantly. We got round to you eventually. Yeah. Bottom of the barrel. Um, what's your background, Phil? So How did you get to be a mortgage broker? So I think I was at age six, I knew it was my <laughs> calling in life. No, I'm joking. Um, you look young enough, knowingly. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I left university with a degree in history and thought, <laughs> what do I do, I do with this? What a waste of time that was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and somebody told me, I can't remember who it was, but they said, uh, oh yeah, I used to be a mortgage broker and I earned loads of money. And, what what and year was this? This was 2006. Oh yeah. I see, they did um, then. They, they saw yeah. you coming. Then. Yeah. They saw you coming. For- <laughs> so that tells you all you need to know about a 22-year-old Philip Leaves, the uh, shallow, <laughs> naive. Yeah. So well, literally, that was it. That was your first job out at university, straight into broking, was it? Yeah. And uh, I joined a firm who, if you... If anyone listening uh, lives or lived in a northern town yeah. at that time you, and listen to the radio there, you, you'll know of them, a company called The Mortgage Point. Um, and they, they, spe- big. they big, were they? They weren't big, no. They, they, they had a lot of advertising. Yeah, yeah. They, they spent a lot of money um, on the... The kind of they picked the worst radio station in the town and advertised a lot with them. Yeah, surely um, FM. That yeah, kind of stuff, that kind yeah. of stuff. They had these really catchy jingles. That yeah. if, if you know, if you know, you're singing it in your head yeah. right now. Yeah, um, <laughs> and they were a. Um, an adverse uh, specialist, oh, okay. uh, charging three percent fees. Wow! Um, and I landed there, and I thought, this isn't really this isn't, didn't what feel I right. thought it was going to mm-hmm. be. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sat in a pokey office in. Were you, were you, were you self-employed as well? Uh, no, but they had some. It was employed, but it wasn't employed. Yeah, yeah. And um, I was there for a, for a couple of weeks before I thought this isn't really what I wanted, and I stuck it out for a bit longer, mm-hmm. um, and then. Through a friend who was using a broker in my hometown of St. Helens, um, I got introduced to a guy called Gary Brash, who mm-hmm. was at Mortgage Advice Bureau. Um, and I don't know what he was thinking, but he, he said, yeah, come along, Phil, you can you can join me. And he, he kind of rescued me from, from where I was. Well, that, 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 I think that kind of brokerage was very prevalent in, in 06 and 07. Well, if you think of the adverse market at that point... It's pretty quite big, honest, It was huge. massive. Yeah. I mean, there was literally a case of, there was virtually, I can remember, there was virtually very little else that could go wrong in your credit profile you would have a mortgage option somewhere at that point you might have been paying 10% for it remember those rates as well yeah. back then so years, Southern Pacific and yeah. all those kind of lenders levels 1, 2, 3, 4 and 5 if I remember rightly yeah. other ones as well which had 4 some... levels of hell <laughs> yeah. called. but it was that sort of market wasn't it in it terms was, of absolutely. that stage I mean obviously we all know where it ended up 2 years later 
but it was yeah. that type of thing, wasn't it? Where if you if you had a, somebody you were dealing with who had a very sort of quirky thing that happened to them two years ago, there was always going to be an option there out there for them. True. And a lot of these people who then disappeared very quickly. Yes. Yeah. Some of them have put the band back together now, haven't they? Oh, they've they, yeah. they got the band back together. Yeah, that's back, a good back, phrase. Back, like going that. back into the market. Yeah, that's, a, that's worrying. Well, I don't <laughs> know about you guys, but there one. are some... I'm trying to be positive here. There's some scary parallels between prior to the credit crunch last time and now. But no, listen, I think we've got. it's not a question of being negative. I think it's very easy to accuse people of being negative when actually really what you're talking about are facts and being realistic. And I totally agree with you. I think there are a lot of similarities in terms of... We've discussed this with a number of people on the podcast about, you know, chasing market share. Yeah. Uh, household debt. As they yeah, household mm-hmm. debt. Or, you know, it, people talking about down valuations when actually all it is is a current valuation. There are a lot of similarities. I mean, the plus side now for the industry is that back then, you know, 708, what, there's 30,000 brokers chasing the business mm. and being um, uh, competing with the banks. Mm. Whereas now, it's a very good position, very good time to be a mortgage broker when, I don't know, maybe 12,000 of us left. Yeah, um, and we have, got the, we have got the playing field to a degree to ourselves in terms of lenders now accepting intermediate businesses is, is, is big. Mm. For them, there will be a fight back at some point with that pendulum. We'll try and get it back back towards them. Um, but I think it's a good time to be a broker if you're honest and you're ethical yep. and you know how to generate clients. That's the crucial thing. Where'd you get your clients from? Cool. Um, mainly referrals. We've got yep. a couple of mm-hmm. estate agents who introduce business to us, but it's Monica has a vast client bank through yep. being where she is for 30 years now. Um, we refer a lot of people. Where are you based? Uh, in Cheam. Right. Okay. Sorry, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, how are you finding the market? I mean, your clients presumably not all going to be from Cheam. <laughs> no. <laughs> Pretty much. Are you, are all over the country, broker? really. Do you, do you take clients from everywhere? Yeah, a few have followed me down um, yeah. from, from when I was in the northwest. Mm-hmm. Um, you end up, sorry, let's just go back a step, because I've just remembered, yeah, I've missed, Sha- I've just remembered Shanghai. <laughs> well, there's a bit before that as well. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so Gary took me on in 2007, very early 2007, and um, he's he taught me... Almost everything I know, I think, about oh, the like market. Oh, Mr. Miyagi, is he? Yeah, yeah, he is, yeah. Um, I've painted his fence and washed his car. Um, <laughs> Braxed his car, not euphemism. <laughs> yeah. And he was, he was a very patient man, actually, because I was terrible for, for, for a number of years. Poor I, student. I, yeah, I, I, I don't know what it was. It took me a while to get the job. And I think at some stage, maybe two years in, the penny dropped. And I thought, I, I kind of know what I'm doing here. Yeah. Whereas beforehand, I, I didn't. And yeah, so 2010 came and... I was sat in St. Helens on the high street, which is, it's not the most fabulous yeah. of, of towns. Proper northern um, town, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, it was probably a Tuesday morning. It was probably raining. <laughs> um, and a phone call came and someone on the phone said, um, yeah, we'd like to come and, uh, you to come and work with us uh, overseas. Do you have any objections to that? And I looked out the window and I thought, no, yeah, I do not. Good. You'll buy anything, won't you? <laughs> <laughs> That's unbelievable. Um, you, said, you, you, went. you said naive before, but yes, yeah, so I, I sat in this room with this guy who... Um, from from one of these offshore wealth management companies who who promised me the world and said I was going to earn right. a quarter of a million pounds a familiar story free, isn't yeah. it? Mm. Um, so I thought don't be naive for quarter whatever they say yeah. and, and that's probably <laughs> the real figure and I, I wish I would have uh, done a larger division than that <laughs> um, and yeah I, I ended up in Shanghai and, and Do you have a choice of countries to go to? Yeah loads um, right. 48 I think Wow um, and it was between Moscow and Shanghai and don't wow. ask me why Yeah um, I don't know why it was really an it dip do I think Was it? And, it was uh, it? Yeah. yeah I chose it and Landed in Shanghai and then quickly realised pretty much on day one that I just entered a boiler room. Really? So, yeah, we heard, we heard that from, I think, James McGregor mentioned something very similar on a previous mm. podcast. Well, is, it, is it literally like that? Is it, there's your local yellow pages, 
yeah. off you go. Well, he, he mentioned the company, and I, I won't because no. I'm scared of them. <laughs> <laughs> Some dark forces out there. Yeah. You know where you live. <laughs> but it was it was a case of um, find your business wherever you can. So people yeah. were buying lists of names and numbers from their dry cleaner. Right. Um, people were. If you're going to a bar and you're overseas anywhere where there's an expat presence. Do not put your business card in a bowl on the bar. Because you're going to get called by Phil go. Livesey at some point later on. Correct. Yeah. Or, or Phil Livesey will put his hand in that bowl oh, and, and take it. some from somebody else's. Oh, really? That didn't happen. Right. <laughs> often. Yeah, often. <laughs> <laughs> How long did you last out there then? Shanghai, what a fantastic opportunity though, yeah, even if it I mean, didn't work out. It's fascinating. To be honest though, the weird thing is I can remember seeing in the trade press around 2006, 2008 adverts for working like yeah. that. Yeah. And well, it's still out there now. You look I'm at still it. Seeing. Oh, yeah, we've got loads all of contacts who are, who are in Dubai and all places yeah. like that. You know, but you look at it and you think, yeah, yeah, yeah. but in reality, you, you don't really kind of hear anything about people who have experienced it. Yeah, and come back and let's say told the truth because it's not regulated, it is it? How bad it can be. And the products. I went to a seminar many years ago, and the products were very similar to the ones that. I met in 1991 when mm-hmm. I started the industry, which weren't very favourable towards clients. And I think there's mm-hmm. an element of that, isn't there, in that offshore yes. market? Well, I mean, there are. This is the thing. Some of the products were actually really good. Mm-hmm. Um, we were cold calling people, trying to sell them a product that would benefit them, and yeah. they didn't want to talk to us because they were getting calls from the other firms yeah. in the city every single day. Um, one guy, my phone. One 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 day, my phone rang. Uh, I, I answered the phone. It was one of my colleagues cold calling me. <laughs> Because he, he got your card out of the bar, yeah. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. So I said, Leon, it, it, it's Phil. He said, Yeah, no, it's Phil. I've got your name. I said, No, no, you turn around. And, and I was stood up on the phone <laughs> and, and waved at him. Um, but there's there's there was one guy in the office who had been there a long time. And he was unbelievably successful. He flew in and out of Perth, where he lived. He did two weeks on, two weeks off. Right. Um, and there were forty five guys in the office, and it was guys that it was. Yeah. It was yeah, as well. I'm a, guessing a room full of alpha males and, yeah. and, and me, um, <laughs> not not an alpha male, um, and the rest of us were were just losing money, but having a great time doing it. Really, yeah. yeah. I think uh, yeah. You know, you, I, I'm all about the experience. I think that's a great experience. Love to have had that on my CV. Yeah. It was only for three months or whatever it is that you stuck it out for. And some people do make Five. money on it. And is it a bit of a pyramid? Um, do you think that the, the longer stuff? you are there, the, the the easier yeah. it becomes. Yeah, and you, you pick up some zombie clients from the people that leave. There's a huge mm-hmm. turnover of stuff, as you, as you can yeah. imagine. Um, it was crazy. You go into the office, and if there's a rumour going around that somebody had left, um, people would be breaking into their drawers under their desks. <laughs> Trying to get all the cards. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Glengarry yeah. Glen Ross. Have you seen that film? You should watch that. It's a great film. The, the, so, the, the highlight was... Um, Two guys had an argument, and there were floor-to-ceiling walls um, made of made of glass in the office between the office where we all worked and the meeting rooms. And one day, I was on the phone, and this guy came crashing through the glass. And <laughs> it's like came... Wild West. <laughs> yeah, it was good fun out there. So you're back. You're back in St Helens. That didn't work out. How didn't you come, work out. How, Ga- how did you get to Cheam from St Helens? What's the natural route? Well, so Gary took me back, which is really nice of him. So if you're listening, thank you, Gary. <laughs> um, and actually, Shanghai taught me a lot I, I, I spent all of my money all my savings I didn't yeah. have many savings so I borrowed a lot of money to get out there right. and spent it all and mm-hmm. I learned some I learned pretty quickly actually mm. that is the best thing I did uh, I wouldn't change it again good learning curve yeah massive and uh, yeah if you ask me what specifically did I learn I couldn't actually tell you but I learned a lot I know yeah. that much um, you probably learned a lot about yourself. I think that yeah. when you put yourself in that situation, you'd sink or swim. And it might even it might not necessarily worked out, but you you know, not many people do that. No. Yeah. I, I grew up. I, I wasn't mm. the stupid kid with yeah. the daft haircut anymore and yeah. um 
Uh, well, well, hang on a minute. Well, hang on a minute. We need to get a camera near you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I worked there for four years, um, and yeah, just worked hard, knuckled down, uh, and then my girlfriend moved to London. I thought I, I need to. I need to, to get, get away from here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so for the second time, I sat down with Gary and said, "Look, I'm going to leave." And he said, "Do it. Right. Um, let, let's help you find somewhere." Mm-hmm. And um, ended up being in touch with Monica through Mortgage Advice Bureau. Yeah, uh, she was a bit of a, a god uh, in, in Mortgage Advice Bureau. So uh, sat down, spoke to her, and said, "Yeah, I'll, I'll come on board." And, and there. The only thing about something like MAB where you can move mm. locations without mm. kind of disrupting a career path. I'm guessing. Yeah. There's plenty of opportunities around the, the UK. True. Well, I must have done something right because when I uh, I phoned the sales director, Gareth Herbert, and said, uh, look, I, I need to kind of move down south. Can you help me? And he said, yeah, we don't want to lose you from the business, so I'll, I'll do what I can. And, and he put me in touch with a few people. So, uh, yeah, I, I owe him a lot as well. So right. I've just... It's like a dedication show, this isn't yeah, it? Are you going to talk about me and Street? What have we done for your career? Nothing yet. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, he did <laughs> promise me it. a beer afterwards. <laughs> or coffee, sorry, coffee. Coffee, yeah, yeah. we don't drink on duty. Yeah. Much. Um, and how are you finding the market at the moment, um, Phil? Um, Feast and famine, patchy. Is it good? Is it bad? Is it the start of the year was tough? Yeah, really tough. Um, a lot of complex stuff um, at the beginning of the year, and, and then from March time, it seems like we've turned the corner. And first time buyers are back, and I'm not sure yeah. where from. And well, I, I, I think it was the uh, we passed that sort of deadline in March, the Brexit deadline. I yeah. spoke to a lot of people, and they said at the end of March, everyone just went, oh. But the thing is, we can carry on with life, and that that seemed to push the market on a bit. Yeah. Do you actually feel though that actually the, one of the most reassuring things I think about the podcast is we hear that from other people? Yes. Because sometimes what happens if you're in your own area of the country, for example, and you're experiencing these things, you think it's just you. Yeah, you're in an echo chamber. And certainly... You take it personally. Yeah, the start of the year. I mean, God, the first three months, likewise for us, was this yeah. case. It was horrific. A lot of and people you, said the same. And you look at it Came and you think, well, is this going to turn at all? Yeah, but working hard for not very much reward. Yeah. I think that's part of the job, and we do mm. forget that sometimes, that there is an awful lot of pro bono stuff, um, and you can be working on long, drawn-out cases that take a year. We, we've just taken a client back on, having mm-hmm. last dealt with him 10 years ago because there was nothing that we could do with him for 10 years. Yeah, That's part of the job sometimes. Circumstances mm. get in the way of um, uh, underwriting, for the want of a better <laughs> phrase. And, um, <laughs> yeah. it just, you know, said that, and we forget that there's an awful lot of this job where it's just a bit of dead time. Mm-hmm. And you have to, but it's time in the game, isn't it? Mm. That, the longer you, did, a bit like the, the Shanghai story, yeah. the longer you stick at something, yeah. and even if you're not getting paid for it, it's the longevity. Yeah. It's getting towards the end of it. That and it also it's knowing as well physically when to give yourself a break is that if you're in that sort of flat spell where either you're relying on other people to update you in the process of particular cases or whatever, or even it's just a flat spell where nothing seems to be going right, is to take the time out and just walk away for a bit, yeah. even if it's only for an hour. Yeah, just to, to Shanghai, something like well, that. Clear your head, <laughs> for three months. rush back, you know, it's like, quick flight. But um, it does work, doesn't it? Go on, you've got 30 seconds. Monica Bradley, the legend that you've called mm. her, right? So you've got to live up to, live up to the, the big build-up that you've yeah. given it. Why what, what should, what should the consumer um, or, or maybe advisors look at joining Monica Bradley? What, what, what is it about you that, that, that you do differently? So M- Monica's mantra is talk to people. It's really yeah. simple. But it is. It's a good mantra. It is. And the, the, our clients are at the centre of our business. They're, they're what we are about. We've mm-hmm. got a really great team of administrators who help them along. So the, the service that people get from us is, is incredible. And I know probably everyone says that, but mm. that's what we, we look at, we monitor, we ask people for yeah. for feedback and, and we get it. And, and it's it all, seems like we're doing something right. Mm. Good. That's good. good. Well, I think the thing is sometimes, well, we can all fall into the trap, can't we, of relying on email conversations and stuff like that. But the trouble is, we ping emails all over the place every day of the week, don't we? But we sometimes overlook the fact that our clients don't 
and they may only review their emails twice yeah. a week or whatever. Yeah, and I, I think, think that's the, the thing. The, the differentiator, whereas all the all the rates are squashed together, service is a big differentiator. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think for people, um, and I think clients appreciate that. And that's what brings them back every day, knowing that actually, do you know what? I enjoyed that last time. That you know, I mm. got I got quality service, and in some respects, the rate and the lend is almost irrelevant to a lot of people. Yeah, it's nice. the journey that they go on with you that that the thing they remember the most. Yeah, I think. Certainly. Brilliant. Well, I've enjoyed that. Thanks for a long last. We've caught up. Indeed. Thank you very much. What's your football team, Phil? Before you go. So. I wish we weren't having this conversation right now where Liverpool are quite successful, but my, my, my football team is Manchester United, as you well know. Man- are they still going? Are they still, <laughs> <laughs> are they still a thing? We're back, apparently. They're but, back yeah, again mm, for the 15th mm, time. Yeah, yeah don't sure. worry. Listen, it's, a, it's a long walk back, trust me. As a Liverpool yeah. fan, I can tell you now, that those 29 years, they, they, they soon come round. Um, I'll say right, I'm a rugby fan, not a football fan. Can I, St. Helens? Yeah. Yes, that's my team. Good. Well, red, listen, red I've enjoyed... Red and white, good. Huh? Red and white. Red and white. Mm. Uh, I've enjoyed that, Phil. Thanks for coming on. Really appreciate Thank that. You Thank you, Stu. We got to got to our fortieth. We have indeed up to our fortieth. Yeah, that means the, the legal squad will start now, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. We've got to divide up the CDs and the kids and the cats now. But anyway, I'm sure we'll come to it. But um, but before we forget, this is our last one for the summer, isn't it? I think it is indeed. Yep. So we will be back again, recording new episodes in September. From now forward on. to that. So yep, that's episode forty. Um, basically, now if you've got any uh, other people that you have in mind that you'd like to hear from on the podcast, you can contact us via our Twitter page, which is at the LM Experience and please share and like we're also on Spotify as well as Apple Podcasts and Podbean wow that sounds official it does <laughs> a coffee yes. shop I think it should be shouldn't it yeah. yes uh, right. brilliant thanks Stu thanks Phil thanks for listening and please subscribe and follow us on Twitter and remember there ain't no party like a highly regulated mortgage party and your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on a mortgage or any other debt secured on it